One of the blessings of being a little southern boy who goes to New York City for seminary is that you meet all sorts of people. One of the great privileges was living on Gramercy Park, one of the last private parks in the city. And I was at Calvary St. George's, I was the vicar, and we would often swap pulpits. And lo and behold, we swapped pulpits with Brotherhood Synagogue. It was a wonderful place. And it was great to have Rabbi Block come to us and preach. He was wonderful. He was mesmerizing. He told story after story after story. It was wonderful. And then, of course, we had to swap, and the rector went there. And it wasn't so exciting, but we did it anyway, and we were still invited. I was curious about Rabbi Block's way of preaching. And I called him later, and I said, how about our having lunch? Of course, at a kosher restaurant. So we went to Khan's on 2nd Avenue. As we walked in, I took my seat, and the rabbi went straight to the back. And he was there for a while. And I, being a little ignorant, forgot why he was going there. He was washing his hands, a way of saying that I am holy before the Lord and before I eat the Lord's food. He came back. He finished washing his hands, and he thrust the towel on the ground. We then began to talk. The server came up, and he ordered one thing, and I ordered another. And I asked him, why did you talk about so many stories when you were preaching? And he said, Father, stories are really all that we have. We go all the way back to Genesis and the story of creation, and God said that all of creation was good. And after that Genesis story, all we do is tell stories that reflect upon it and enable us by grace to live into it. Stories. It's all I've got. It's like your parables. He said parables are a wonderful way of explaining something very complicated because it uses everyday items like trees and, and bushes and, and fields and, and so forth and then combines that with the glory of God. We get hooked into the ordinary so that the glorious can begin to take us over. Well, I thought about that as I was preparing for this sermon. This is the first episode for us in this cycle of readings to have some parables. And Jesus starts out by saying the kingdom of God is like this. It's like a seed that is thrown out. And the person who throws it goes to sleep, wakes up, but doesn't know how it grows. And it grows big, and birds of the air can stay in it. The kingdom of God is like that. It's like a tree. It's like a seed. And I'm sure those who heard that hearkened back to their Hebrew scriptures and realized that God talked about trees being the very covenantal God in their midst. And as our lesson said, God will take a twig and plant it for all persons of the earth. He didn't stop there. 
Jesus said, the kingdom of God, that realm where not Pharaoh or a Roman emperor is in charge, but in that realm where there's love, in that realm where there's peace, in that realm where we don't have to worry about what we're praying, what we wear, where we go, how many tithes we have to give to the emperor. The kingdom of God will be in our midst. And Jesus dares to say that the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. Now that may not strike us as particularly unusual, but in that day it was. Wild mustard seeds were frowned upon because they were wild and they took over, they were invasive. And unlike the bushes that grew from the seeds, mustard seeds go deep with their roots, way down in the ground, and the frost and the sun does not kill them. They just stay there dormant until it's time for them to come up. When I was walking the dog, little Bentley, as I do so often at night, I come across a Spanish bayonet tree. You know that they really are partial to Florida. We uh, receive them from South America. Thank you, sisters and brothers, for bringing that dangerous, well, bush into our midst. And at night, I would sometimes take clippers and clip off the sharp parts of it. And I noticed just ever so often, there would be a little bit of a bloom in the middle of that Spanish bayonet tree. It was yellow, then it turned white. Then a couple of weeks later, I noticed that it was leaving all the rest of the, of the prickly parts and was starting to grow and grow and grow. And now it is almost three stories tall. A stalk about this wide going up to a head, just as our gospel says, and then blossoming at the top. Something that at one point we feared because we would get stuck has become a beautiful stalk and a blossom. Mustard seeds were kept away from because they were wild, they were invasive, and you couldn't get rid of them. They were all over the place. I'm not sure you're familiar with it, but if you go up the streets and the roads of North Carolina, you will see something that's green. And that green thing is called kudzu. Kudzu's everywhere. Kudzu covers the hills, it, it covers the trees, it starts to cover the roadway. It is all over the place. And every summer that we would go there, we would see this green kudzu. And I would ask my dad, what is that? He said, I don't know. All I know is it's here every North Carolina summer. Kudzu is invasive also. Mustard seed was one of those seeds that the Jews did not use unless it was cultured because it grew underground and took over everything. And Jesus says the kingdom of God is like that. It's deep in the soil of our earth. It's deep in the soil of our lives and in our hearts. It's deep inside all those folks that, that we may get along with and those that we may not. The branches and the roots of mustard seeds go deep. And they pull with them all that is in that soil. 
Some of it is clean. There are little tiny rocks that's pulled up. There's all sort of debris, as you well know, in the soil. And mustard seed roots pick up all of that, and somehow it gets put up in that wild mustard seed plant. The kingdom of God is like that. The love and the grace of God is planted deeply into the soil of our lives. Not just ours, but everyone's. And when we have eyes to see, as Rabbi Block said, we can see God just beginning to move through our life. If we give it a chance. If we give it the nurture, the water, the, the whatever it takes to make them grow. And you and I are like those seeds, aren't we? Our nutrition and our water comes from our gathering together. It comes from our prayers. It comes from our readings. It comes from our teachings. It comes from our life together where we share and we serve. That's our nutrition. And the God of all grace is slowly and surely percolating under our lives, bringing into our lives and to our activities maybe those who we think are undesirable. Not people like us. Jesus never had a problem with that. He brought the folks of the street into the suppers. He touched women who, at that point, if you were not married to, would be forbidden. He brought everyone in and fed them. There, it seems, were no dirty ones. That was part of the soil of the kingdom of God that was growing up in their midst. And when we have eyes to see, we can see that. And when we have hearts that are open and we dare risk those roots percolating through our lives in this parish, we see wonders. Last night I was walking little Bentley, the dog. And I take Bentley usually the same way up May Street. And I see that big stalk. Then I come back the other way. While I was there walking, there was a gentleman who was crossing me. I knew from looking at him that this was a person who did not have a meal that night. I knew that all of his belongings were on his body in a little satchel, and he had his blanket wrapped up in his back. And he was hunched over, slowly walking. And he found one of the porches before the condominium, and he got himself kind of behind one of the railings. And he sat there a while, probably to get some rest, maybe to just be away from all of the, well, the torture that he lives through. I took Bentley up to the house, into the apartment. I took his collar off, I took his leash off, and I gave him the little dog biscuit, as we always have to do, as you well know. And then I gave him some food, pretty good food. And as I was walking away from Bentley's little area, I thought, you're going to have dinner shortly. And that man is probably not. So I went back to my bedroom and I, I pulled out my wallet and there was $11 in there. And I took the $11 and I put it in an envelope. And the other thing that was on my desk 
was a little bottle of Purell. So I gave this man a little Purell cleanser, which I know he could use. And I gave him $11, which I wish had been $1,000. And when I got to where he had been, he was gone. And I said, Lord, I, I did what I had to do. And he's gone. But I knew in my heart there would be another. I walked a little further. And there was a woman. And I said, I'm having dinner tonight. What are you having? She didn't answer. But I gave her the $11. I gave her the Purell. The percolation of God's life in our lives comes slowly. I can shunt it by pushing it down and not listening. I can be in the midst of you and, and wonder, what in the world is all this about? I have my doubts as you do. I have my ups and I have my downs. I have my joys. I have my laughter. I have all of that just as you do. And we pray today that, that the roots of God's kingdom can begin to come up above the ground and slowly grab you and me. That kingdom of grace. But it takes risk. We might have to take a risk by getting close to that tree and risk being pricked. We have to risk going to the vines of the kudzu or the mustard seed, even though it was forbidden to be there, to say, if Jesus can be with it, so can I. I can be there. The prayers for us at the beginning of our parables in the Gospel of Mark is that we will see that when Jesus says the kingdom of God is like seeds that are thrown, they're thrown everywhere and grow everywhere. And they're mysterious. We don't know how they grow. We still don't, even though we may have a PhD in botany. We're not quite sure how it happens. And we certainly are not sure about this uncultivated mustard seed, which is bitter and invasive. And yet, in this parable, Jesus, I think, is saying, let the mustard seed of God's kingdom permeate and invade your life. Take you over and me over very slowly. Give me eyes to see and a heart that's open and a, and a mind that is, that is wide and be ready for the mystery and be ready for the surprise. When you go out of the church today, you're gonna see some green. It's grass, it's not kudzu, you don't have to worry. It's not a mustard seed plant, but there are people there from the kingdom of God Greet them as well as you can. Serve them in ways of preparing our lunches for Church Without Walls. Gather your extra food to give to St. Mary's. Do the wonderful things that you do in the, in the various places of your life where the seeds of God's kingdom take you and grow there. May it happen today. May it happen tomorrow. May it happen always in this wonderful kingdom of God.